0: Hello everyone, and welcome to Sagaab. This is your host, Badr Amin, author of Happy Life, summarized guide and habits to self-development. In this podcast, we aim to find common habits of people in different industries such as, but not limited to, sports, investing, business, by identifying their mental and practical habits, routines, and recommendations for you as a listener to be able to integrate into your own life. Thus, the podcast will hopefully help you identify what are the common essentials that contribute significantly and maximize their performance regardless of the industry. The podcast is divided into two parts, where the guests will talk about the mental practices, self-talk, and who is successful to them, whereas the other part is more into the practical habits and routines integrated into their daily life and their recommendations for the listener. So, please enjoy and take notes. Our guest today is Rashid al Falasi, founder and CEO of X10 Group that invests in tech and F&B sectors. They aim to give customers 10 times more value. Rashid is a founder of Pick, PIK, coffee and food pickup app, co-founder of Slash Coffee, and an investor in Flusi. X10 Group is also invested in a couple more companies such as an online kitchen, a cloud kitchen company, and a roastery. You can find Rashid on Instagram at vfalasi, which is V-F-A-L-A-S-I, and on the website www.x10group.com, which is x10group.com. I would like to thank Rashid for being part of this podcast. And without further ado, let's dive in. Rashid, are you ready to roll?
1: Yes, I am ready. Thank you for the introduction.
0: What is your one to three most gifted books or channels shows you recommend?
1: So my background is engineering, so I would prefer to uh, go with, let's say, the Pixel book, which is uh, a Google book, and it uh, explains how Google operates as a company. Other than that, you have the Amazon biography, uh, the story of Amazon, Uh, and the third book would be the uh, extreme leadership. It's uh, basically how, uh, you know, leadership in the Marines are implemented in business and uh, how you know leadership can affect the growth and the strength of a company and a team
0: Who is considered successful to you and why?
1: For me success is uh, if we will talk about let's say UAE the most successful thing is actually the government the founders of this country you know it's, it's a bigger achievement than any company out there you know Dubai is amazing Abu Dhabi is amazing. all the other cities is amazing, and it's all related to leadership. Uh, so UAE is a big, huge startup actually, and it's still growing, attracting talent, attracting people to come and live here. and uh, it's, it's, a, uh, yeah, it's a huge growth if you compare it to a company. Now, if we will talk about success, since I am in the entrepreneurial, uh, let's say, space, or I manage and invest in companies. Probably Amazon Amazon is Is a big success story Especially Jeff Bezos And you know If you think about it It will never succeed Without having Jeff Bezos uh, As the leader of the company So uh, yes So to keep it simple It's UAE as a government Is a true success Alhamdulillah And uh, you have uh, You know uh, When it comes to companies I You know There is a lot of amazing companies out there But the success of Amazon and Jeff Bezos is um, at the top
0: Well said An advice you remind yourself with and why?
1: So basically I'm a I'm full-time entrepreneur Or you can say I'm a businessman So an advice is to uh, focus There is a lot of advice there But the simplest one would be focus And uh, in general when it comes to our business We are focused on the coffee industry when it comes to uh, investment, we focus and we invest in big potential tech, you know, technology companies that have a big potential to scale, such as Feluci uh, as a company. So yeah, focus.
0: Now you have established uh, your focus on the entrepreneurial sector, and you're focusing on FMB and tech companies. I'm assuming there are a lot of let's say noise out there. So what helps you maintain that focus or what helps you identify your purpose?
1: See, it depends on each person. From my side, the reason I'm actually doing this uh, or going into the market and building companies, it's the, uh, see, my, my goal is to continue building stuff, you know, and building successful companies is what push me to continuously building more great companies or products and uh, make sure you know at the end of the day we understood what make a company successful is not the product or the service it's the customer so as X10 uh, group we chose this name uh, it's more about giving 10 times more value to the customer a better service than the uh, what the market is providing and a better product 10 times better product so it's all related to the customer so you know a customer happiness is one thing that push push me let's say every day to go and achieve and work harder and the uh, idea of continuously building stuff Uh, personally you know when people ask me about retirement i don't think i will retire i will never retire because i'm I'm actually you know enjoying the process of building it is not easy it is hard but you either enjoy it or you either hate it for me i enjoy the process of building companies building complicated systems uh, building teams uh, building products and services, and giving it to the world.
0: So how thoughts then, self-talk and past experiences are shaping your perception? Do you revisit these thoughts in any category? Now, since you are in sort startup industries or let's say the entrepreneurial sectors, there are a lot of challenges, I'm assuming, correct? How do these, let's say, for example, thoughts or past experiences would shape
1: your perception for future um, endeavors? so the past is uh, is something you learn from and uh, from my side you know it's it's not easy if you are planning to get into this entrepreneurship or you want to build your own company or you want to build something it's not easy it will never be easy it's tough if you know building a successful company is easy and simple you will see a lot of people getting into it but it's really stressful and it's not easy so this history uh, so you know we it took us i always say this it took us four years of failure to you know build another four years of success so almost eight years right now eight years and a half uh, we are just continuously growing and you know learning from our mistake learning from our history and we failed a lot you know if uh, you know i counted the times we failed You know, we will never stop. You know, this this podcast will never stop. (laughs) But failures are a learning experience, correct? It is. And and people are afraid of it. This is the problem. You know, Uh, if you fear failure, you will never succeed. You know, you need to build a different relationship with failure. You need to look at it as an experience that you learn from. When we failed in our first restaurant, you know, it took us two years and a half. You know, you either say, you know, I wasted two years and a half of my life and I failed now. Or you can say, I I've built a two years and a half experience in the FMB business. Now let's, let me go and build a better company. And this is what happened. We built uh, Slash Coffee and it became successful. Alhamdulillah. And we are still growing. So you need to use your failure uh, and treat it differently. And this is where it comes, the mindset of an entrepreneur.
0: I think we'll touch up on the failure at a later stage as well. So what thoughts dominate your mind on life? For example, do you say to yourself, life is hard or life is easy?
1: Life is simple and uh, you need to treat it simple. Uh, Don't complicate it. If you made it complicated, you will be stressed with life. So deal with each and every scenario or every experience in life as simple as possible uh, and move on. Don't. You know, go back and think about the failures or the stress or anything. Just move on. Focus on what you're doing and move on. It's not easy. It will never be easy and it will always be tough. So just keep pushing and uh, enjoy what you do because you know you will have a lot of challenges and issues and uh, stress. At least you can have it in something that you enjoy doing.
0: With what thoughts do you start an endeavor, job or task? For example, how do you start a new project? With confidence of achieving or do you say I cannot do it? If it helps, is there any questions you ask yourself to assess the
1: endeavor? Uh The thought is just how can I take it to the 100% completion? I just want to achieve the the 100% uh, and push, uh, you know, your task or your work to the 100% and you do your best, you know. Uh, the result, never think about uh, or expect big results. Don't expect, you know, what you are doing will, you know, be a big hit or a big success. Be reasonable here, and this is what you learn from the market. Uh, people are entering the market and building, starting a company, and they are expecting it will achieve, you know, a billion-dollar valuation in the first year. It's impossible. You need to be realistic here, but you need to work hard. You need to be working harder than the competition to succeed. It's 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 all depending on you. So it's uh, you need to work hard. It's it's that simple.
0: So you said you won't reach the 1 billion within the first year, but there is that thought of the 1 billion target at some point down the road.
1: This is any any new entrepreneur will have this feeling, you know, they put higher expectation. Uh, and um, I was one of them. This was more than eight years ago. You, you come in, you invest a lot, you give the 100% and then all your expectation will uh, never happen. So... With time, you became more experienced in uh, calculating all this uh, success. You, you can calculate the success. You can understand, okay, I put this time, I invested my time here, and I worked really hard in this part of the business. Now you can have realistic expectation and uh, be more humble. And this is what you learn. Being humble, being patient, uh, You know, expecting you know, things might not work. It's fine. Let's move on. So, this is what you gain from uh, practicing in the market.
0: Do you practice prayer and or meditation and visualization that helps you in achieving goals? For example, do you have mental practices to prime and equip you for work, financials and other important areas in your life?
1: Alhamdulillah, you know, as a Muslim, we practice our prayers. You, when you have five times prayer uh, every day, uh, it pulls you back, you know, down, and it show you how simple life it is, and uh, you don't need to stress about, you know, what's going on. You know, if if business fails, it's fine. We will move on to the next one. Life is simple, and it's, it's and you, you always get back to the uh, the truth, you know, of uh, why we are living here. What's the purpose? And you know, it's not big deal. It's very simple. We we meditate. We pray. Uh, And we um, always try to connect to Allah And uh, this keeps us in uh, track And it it helps in uh, reducing the stress about life um, And looking into life in a different way A much simpler way This way you can, I think you can be more comfortable to move on
0: Here's a follow-up to that question Um, What repeated tasks or steps you intentionally do As a ritual, routine and method to cultivate focus, productivity, and goal manifestation? It could be a specific routine that you do before going to work, for example.
1: To be honest, I don't have any specific uh, routine. My, my day is, is, uh, is a big mess. My, my beginning of the day is a big mess. You either have work in the morning or you need to go to the office to do work. Uh, you might have a meeting today next day there is no meeting so it's the schedule is not fixed there is no routine uh if, if you are an entrepreneur don't expect you know things will be as simple as you know one two three there is no routine you need to be comfortable with you know these changes now what can help you during your uh, journey is you know um, like like you said meditation praying practicing what do you call it some sports uh, or going to the gym working out and have good relationship uh, surrounding you it's very important to have the right people around you to support you because it, what you are doing is very tough and if you have people who are you know just blaming you you will be more stressed you need you need positive people around you you need the right people surrounding you from in terms of you know mentorship in terms of uh You know, having the right friends with you and especially your family they need to understand what you are doing and they need to support you because they know that what you are doing is very very hard it's not like having a job and a secure job and then you have retirement after this no you 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 lose all these benefits but you are building something greater than this and to achieve this and to succeed you need the support of people surrounding you
0: Okay, so then there is this follow-up question on the environment, including the people. Do you have, and it could be a bit tweaked as well, do you have environmental cues to prime you for performance and productivity? For example, do you have written statements or images to remind you why you are doing certain things, or do you design or go to a place that boosts your performance?
1: I think the way I do this is I consume, uh, you know, uh, knowledge and information through uh, visual and sound so through podcasts through YouTube I don't read books I even even the books I recommended is all audiobooks so these are what uh, I consume and what helped me during my uh, journey you know especially learning from other people mistake and their history so it's very important to go over you know the biography of, of uh, the successful people and understand how you know the challenges they are facing and then when you compare it to what you are in, it's, it's very minor. So you, you still, uh, you know, have um, much work to do and not uh, just sit and blame yourself.
0: Okay, let's say for example, you would be working at home or at some other place. In which setting do you see yourself more productive? For example, let's say if, if, you're, if you're doing something related to numbers, would you be going to a place that is noisy or would you be going to a place that is a bit calm or do, would you be sitting in the same setting?
1: Yeah, to be productive, for me, it's, it's, the environment is very important. By the way, I don't have an office. Like my own office, my own desk, all my employees have their own space, their desk, their you know, uh, workstation. For me, I don't have this. I, I cannot think in one place. I cannot work in one place. I cannot be productive in just one place. So I keep changing my environment. Very regular, you know. Even when it comes to very tough decisions, I go and book a meeting room in some, you know, uh, other space in, in a coffee shop or something. Uh, but my, my favorite place would be going to a coffee shop that is not too much crowded, but it still have some vibes and some sounds there. So changing the environment for me is very important. I cannot do work in car even if I sit at the back. Seat. I cannot do any work there, so I prefer to have you know a steady uh, comfortable place to work and even at home sometimes i you know I do some work here, but I also move to cafes and maybe co-working spaces.
0: Okay, so what beliefs, habits, behaviors, and practices adopted recently improved your life greatly?
1: Playing sports is very important, and playing sports with the right people the the right mindset people who uh, you know doing exactly what you are doing so if you are building a company it's very nice to have someone who's also building his own company so you work out with them you play some uh, you know sports with them but at the same time you discuss the challenges and the you know the strategies that generate and by the way the most successful strategies and the most successful decisions doesn't come from the office it comes from different space you know places where you don't expect it to happen in a gym or in uh, let's say if you are playing basketball it's while you are playing basketball in a cafe so doing your normal stuff can generate you know good ideas and good uh, decisions Uh, yeah so sports is very important this is something that really helped me a lot in um, becoming more let's say focused on work and it helps with stress. Uh, other than that sometimes maybe once a month i will just go by myself to uh, a cafe or a restaurant and i just en- enjoy the coffee by myself or enjoy the food by myself and just do things yourself you don't need people to you know do this with you know so it's it's a different experience even going to the movies you can do it yourself do it one time and- You know, it's it's a different, weird experience, but it has some uh, effect here.
0: I've tried it once. (laughs) Uh, Okay. So you mentioned the importance of having your surroundings following the same passion or following the same concepts. And this answer in a way or came up with different questions. So how would you value that for the journey of
1: entrepreneurship, for example,
0: or any journey?
1: Energy is is very important. So if if you are working on a podcast, it's very important to have, uh, you know, people surrounding you with their own podcasts, with their own ideas. You learn from each other. You support each other. And this is the uh, basically the simple way to describe the success of Silicon Valley. So this is what happened: people support each other. They help each other. You fail? It's fine. Let's move on to the next project. Let's pivot. Everyone is working on their own company and, and their own technology. So having people who does what you are doing is very very good so i have a group a group of people who also uh, are building their companies or their startups and it's very important to meet with them very regularly and uh, discuss challenges in the market you know uh, the market is not easy it's tough rules keep changing market keeps uh, changing Uh, trends are coming up and down so you you need to be uh, supported uh, or you need to surround yourself with these people or the right people. Don't just do it yourself. Don't say, uh, you know what? I'll go and build my own podcast and do it myself. Or I will go and build my company and do it myself. No, go connect with the people that are doing the same thing or doing something different. But it's very close. And learn from each other, support each other. And this is very important because at the end of the day, You are, you know, a one founder. You don't have a co-founder. It's very hard to find the right co-founder. So at least, you know, build this network and build this group of people that are somehow co-founding each other, you know, supporting each other on businesses.
0: Okay. So now we're back to the failures question. When challenges, fears, and failures hit, what steps are taken? If it helps, what questions do you ask yourself?
1: So basically for me I I I move on very fast. I move on very quick. I don't you know I know uh, there are mistakes and uh, you know it's very important to acknowledge these mistakes and failure and don't blame others. Don't blame the market, don't blame your employees or blame yourself. What did you do wrong? Because this you can control. This you can fix. But you cannot control the market or control employees or control the customer. So just just ask yourself a simple question. What did I do wrong? Okay, th- this was my mistake. I need to have a better solution or better approach for such, you know, let's say, uh, such company. And then move on. Go start the next company. Go start the next podcast. Go start your next project. Don't just sit and, you know, give up. For me, I, I never had this feeling. I-, I just move on. I just want to go and build the next thing. I never had any... um. Uh, what do you call it negative feeling when it comes to failure i I built so many uh, let's say apps i more than twenty apps i I have built more than eight to nine companies before this. Uh, all of them have failed i just you know I just go and move on what's the next next thing what is the challenge how where would i you know have experience and I can g- create more value to the customer and choose you know, the the industry and choose the the next brand and go ahead and build it. And this is how I approach failure. I move on very fast and I don't think about it much.
0: It reminded me of the book uh, Seven Habits of Highly Factored People by Stephen Covey, where he mentions that we should focus on what we can control and then we enlarge it or we look at it. I'm paraphrasing, of course, but that's similar to what you just said, that we should our focus should be only on what we can control on and the rest we can just probably ignore it or let it be <laughs> what three concepts beliefs and habits and behaviors should others adopt
1: i think there is a lot of uh, you know good habits out there to uh, follow but let's say top 3 and this is what i see you know people they blame other uh, people they do mistakes but they never admit that it was my mistake so it's fine blame yourself and fix yourself don't blame others move on It's fine if you did mistakes. You are not perfect. So this is the first habit. The second habit would be. This is something I uh, don't do much. But try to connect with more people. Try to network with more people. The right people. Not the wrong people. The right people. Try to find and analyze and know how to find these right people. And connect with so many good people. And we have a lot of good people in the market uh, out there. The third habit would be. Probably you need to uh, listen more. Uh, listen to uh, your customer feedback, your audience feedback, your employees, and uh, listen more. But at the end of the day, you need to uh, call the shot. You need to. You have your logical and your inside decision. You you know what the right decision is. But still, listen and get more feedback so you can polish your decision to a better decision. So yeah, this is the third habit.
0: If fans would want to copy your footsteps, where should they start?
1: My fans? I don't have fans.
0: Let's say you have. <laughs> maybe you have a okay. fan or someone whom you don't know about. I don't know.
1: They want to follow my footsteps. Uh, first of all, they need to understand what I'm doing is very hard. So if, uh, you, if you are afraid of failure, see, you will fail. Like there is a big chance that you will fail twice, three times, maybe 10 times. To succeed, you you just need to move on and build the next thing. Never uh, look back. And don't don't follow the trend. Follow what the customer want. Follow what the uh where you can give more value. Don't follow. You know what what will make money. Okay, the trend now is to open up an ice cream shop, and it will make really good uh money. No, don't follow this. Just go ahead and enter a market or do build things that will solve real problems. And you know that you can provide a better value. So yeah, do this. Okay.
0: Well, that was the last question, Rashid. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for your answers and thank you for being here. Thank you, Badra. This is the end of the podcast. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.